Good morning, good morning. Father, we remain. We remain standing. We remain believing. We remain in faith. We remain in your truth. We remain shining. We remain in your love. We remain bold. We remain in our fruit. We remain connected. We remain, we remain, we remain in your word. We remain in your spirit. We remain under the shadows of the most high God. We remain knowing who you are. We remain, we will not move. We are fully persuaded that you are who you say you are. You have brought us far, Father. We see the growth. We've been through the preparation to get to where we are today. Due to our faith in you, our trusting in you. Now the preparation was not easy, but we still went through the preparation. We persevered. We endured the hardships. We may have stumbled. And while we fell, you picked us up. And you continued the walk, whether we were aware or not, in position or not, because we have seed in the ground. And we thank you for that. My focus is not upon the crucifixion. I am forever grateful for that. But my focus is upon the resurrection power. In order for Christ to be resurrected, he had to be crucified. In order for him to be crucified, he had to be portrayed. In order for him to be portrayed, he had to be denied. All of that for us. And remember the source to it all. God so loved, God so loved, our Heavenly Father, El Elyon, so loved, so loved us that he gave his only begotten Son. That whosoever believe in him, we are the whosoever, shall not not, not perish, but have everlasting life. When Jesus become your Lord, he also becomes your shepherd. He also becomes your friend. He also becomes your protector. He also becomes your strength. He becomes your everything that you will ever need while you are here to continue to stand. In all that you do, stand. The enemy comes to destroy. The enemy comes to distract. And we do not allow him to do so. Because we are so determined to go all the way. 
We have some brothers and sisters out in society today who have also walked but have been through something. They allow some situation, some obstacle, some stronghold that Satan threw their way. They accepted the attack. And it caused them to stop walking further. Now, any sudden tragedy can happen to any of us. I have experienced tragedy before. But never allow anything to turn you away from God. And some people have. Some people are angry at God. Some people don't believe in God. Some people believe in God, but not God sending his only son. I've spoken in front of a lot of people who only believe in God. But when you mention Christ, they only believe that he was a prophet. They don't believe that he is the Messiah. So the thing is, if you believe that he's a prophet, then what do you believe that he was prophesying about? So my, that was the Holy Spirit question through me to every person who God put me in their path to teach. So you confess he's a prophet. Yes. So what did he prophesy about that you believe? Because he only said what God sent him here to say. He won't say anything of himself. So what did he say? That you believe to consider him to be a prophet, which is a person who prophesies God's mouthpiece in the earth. He said he is the son of God. In him is eternal life. So what are you saying? You believe his words to a certain degree? And that means you don't believe overall. There's no way you can believe in this portion and not that portion. You just don't believe. And that question seemed to puzzle a lot of people. Because a lot of times we just believe in what we were taught. Because we trust our family, we trust our parents, and we trust the leaders that's in our path. That what they say, it has to be right because they sound like they know something. But instead, you have a relationship with God on your own. God can reveal things to you to make a change in their life. Because a lot of times we do things based off tradition. Living off tradition. And it takes a person to realize, wait a second. Wait a second. There are different laws upon the land, upon generation to generation. Certain laws were made for that time. We have a new law. Hallelujah. The laws change within time. The laws change within generation. In this country, I can't speak for other countries, 
But I am sure that there is no law to love. There is no law. You must have faith. You must believe in Christ. Hallelujah. But just imagine how that looked in the eyes of God to to begin to agree. Agree with God's word spoken over your life. In the midst of everything telling you not to. We have all been in a place where our faith began to fall. And I'm bold enough to admit that. I love the fact that I am very authentic. And at the same time, very original. And when I mean by original, I mean that I'm not going to sit here and not pretend as if I've never been through a trial tribulation. Because there are many of us who pretend like they don't have no testimony of a deliverance. And that's indeed a lie. We all been delivered from something. And some of us still need some delivery. Deliverance. Hallelujah. But through it all, I encourage you this morning, continue to stand, continue to have faith. Continue to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Continue to use your gifts. Continue to meditate and pray in the presence of God. Remain. Remain. And watch your response to everything. Because how you respond matters. Hallelujah. It's very important how you respond to things. Father, we thank you so much that you so love us that you gave. You gave your only son for us. These days are very important for what took place that day. Christ, we thank you so much. He just keeps saying to me, the crucifixion was the easy part. Many people get stuck on the crucifixion, the torture, the brutality. He said that was the easy part. Why I was face to face with every form of evil. I wasn't in this world because I was not of this world. I had the kingdom vision. Because I am kingdom minded. You saw turmoil, agony, distress. I saw deliverance, salvation, restoration, restitution. I saw you this day, that day. I saw 2021 that day. 
I saw you witnessing with my blood covering you that day. I saw you iron sharpening iron in this generation that day. I saw you taking new territories of places you never see that day. I see the connection of men and women being connected in 2021 that day. I saw you replenishing the earth decay. I saw you continuing to stand decay. I saw you more than a conqueror decay. I saw the chains being broken decay. I saw you the head and not the tail decay. I saw you above and never beneath decay. I saw you seated in heavenly places with me decay. I suffered with you decay. I drunk with you decay. I praised with you decay. I rejoiced with you decay because I believe in you decay. Hallelujah. So let's meditate on the resurrection power. Because you indeed have been empowered. Everybody. People walking around here not knowing it. Not knowing about their power. Not knowing about their might. Not knowing about their strength. Because they don't trust. Sometimes we say things because we think it sounds good. And everyone just hop on the wagon. It's not easy to, be, to do bad versus do good. It's easier to do good. Because that's who you are. It's not easy to do bad because you're operating outside of yourself. Do not listen to the enemy. I rarely look at quotes and people's teachings about certain things, words of wisdom. Because sometimes those wisdoms are nothing but words of tradition. And a lot of us just hop on the wagon. Yeah, that sounds good, so I agree. But do it work out for your good. If it doesn't work out for your good, it's not good. It's not true. If there's a plan with no escape, it's not God. I don't care how good it sounds. It's not God. And I'm not going to play with my assignment. My assignment is to correct and address every lie and that I will do so that means it's a lot of self-evaluation that took place with me and within me I don't mind saying God if you see anything because my goal is to go all the way to go all out totally surrendered I'm Jesus my God I just seen a I just see God you cannot surprise me like that sometimes it, I be getting Jesus God man what is this Jesus my God you know you could be just talking and just see something like, and it took you by surprise but you don't be afraid but it did surprise me to a great extent. Hallelujah. I didn't expect to see that like that. 
Hallelujah. See, years ago, I would have been frightened. I probably would have walked out my bedroom. Hallelujah. I know you also had many encounters where God showed up. And you're like, hold on, wait a second. And you got scared and you walked out. I know I did plenty of times. Especially when Jesus showed up in my bedroom one day. I said, hold up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I sat in the couch. <laughs> sat in the couch. I was, and I peeked in the room. I was like, uh-uh, I ain't going in there. And he looking at me like, why not? I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> scared of what? <laughs> of what you showed me. i never seen you like this before. i never experienced that. And the whole thing, I'm feeling the whole entire thing. Never experienced that before. It's new to me and I'm scared. Well, we got to get over that fear. I said, well, it won't be today. <laughs> Jesus. So the next day, actually, I did not go back in that room, y'all. The next day, I went back in the room. I put the same song back on. And I said, okay, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Okay, okay. The next thing you know, it came, that feeling came again upon me. The feeling started coming. Then when the feeling come, the atmosphere began to change. And I just kept seeing gold rims around me and thick white clouds. And then the rims just kept going further and further up. It's like it was no end to the top. <laughs> it was just continuing to going up, further up, up, up. And all of a sudden, I feel the presence of Christ just walk towards my left side and just stood there. And I looked. I said, okay, I'm not scared. I'm nervous, but I'm not scared. I'm not going to run today. I'm not going to run. And you know what? I went from sitting up to laying back in it. And I was like, I feel so good in this place. Why was I scared? Why was I afraid? Jesus. So when I went to work that day, I couldn't wait to get home to do that again. And, and it was such a press to get it more. It wasn't as easy as it was the day before when I was scared. So I put the song back on again. And I went, I said, where you at, man? <laughs> why, why you ain't showing up like you did it yesterday, day before yesterday? Where you at? See, then I began to hunger for it. That's what he wanted. He, he wanted to open up my appetite for him. And take away fear of the things of Christ. Now, don't he? I mean, fear going to come. That's why I say, don't be afraid of sudden fear. Like just now, when God showed up and showed me what He just showed me just now, that fast, that quick, like that. But no, He didn't give me no no not a warning, but no sign. You know, He didn't say anything about anything. Just showed up like that. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> my God. <laughs> and you know how God is using us. For this to become familiar, heaven on earth means you're going to be talking to some angels. You're going to be doing some things that you have not done before. And the people that's in and of the world are going to be seeing the difference. Because they don't have a relationship with heaven to even know how heaven operates. But God used you through your relationship and your connection. To show them what it's like to walk with God, talk with God, laugh with God, receive from God, believe in God, stand even when trouble comes. You pray your way through it. I'm over praying a prayer. Lord, heal us. What do you mean? He already did it. He's not going back to the cross. You know what? I'm done with that one. I'm done with that one. Sometimes we got to watch our response to things. We have to watch how we respond to things, y'all. Lord, deliver me. 
No, thank you for the deliverance. Forgive me for what I've done. I rededicate my life back to you. Not deliver me. Not heal me. Not sanctify me. Not seek me. Not prosper me. That you already are. Jesus. Jesus. This generation was born into Jesus, the promise. Because Christ already finished the work before we became here. Naturally on this earth, even spiritually even. But you are born into the promise. You don't have to wait for Christ to do what he did again because he don't have to do it anymore. It's finished. So my prayer is not God. Save. No, thank you for salvation. You have to watch your words. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you want to see God move on your behalf, then speak like God on your behalf. Pray unto God. Like you know that you have resurrection power. Will you not be troubled? In the midst of trouble, I will not be moved. There's a difference. I will not be afraid of sudden fear. That means fear will try to come upon me suddenly. So I'm aware of that. So I know when it show up, I know what to do. Hallelujah. That's called being equipped. I never felt so free in my life to be me. I love being me. And I mean spiritually. Naturally, I always was in love with myself. I mean, hello. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's building up my confidence more in the natural because of what I'm embracing spiritually upon me as an individual child, daughter of God. My sense of humor come out of, come from, being birthed from the trials and tribulations I have been through. Still able to smile. It's no way that I could be friends or connect with anybody and a sudden tragedy or something come upon us and we in this house crying and fearful and oh no, not in my atmosphere. No, the kingdom is here. The kingdom is here. Even when I go to homegoing services, what am I crying for? I know where you are. Your time is your time. Now, as far as prematurity, we're going to continue to pray that you watch the words you say. Because that you going to have. People say all the time, I'm dying. I have cancer. I have the coronavirus. Jesus healed me from this virus. Lord, deliver me from AIDS. Deliver me from kidney disease. And he's seated where you are seated. And you're talking like that. That means there's something missing in your relationship. 
the knowledge of knowing he already done it on your behalf. You don't have to ask him to save you. You already saved, honey. People say to me, well, everybody is not as far as you are. Let me tell you something. It's not about no, no length, no width, none of that. Seriously, it's about believing. How far are you willing to go with your believing? And when I say how far, I mean, are you fully persuaded what Christ done for you? That you don't have to talk or walk in that ever again? Do you believe that? Because your words and your actions tells whether you believe or not. Do you know that? And God knows that I know that I know. You better stop playing. That I'm fully persuaded. It's no way that I cannot be. My God. I've seen too much. You've seen too much. You know what it's like to go through a child tribulation. And you pray to God. Lord get me through this. And he's walking you through it. Because you sought him in it. He delivered you from it. And you're like, wow, you did what I asked. You came through for me. You love me. I trust you. I love you. Do you want to spend time with him and love him and praise and worship him? Then another storm come a little bit stronger than another one. I need you again. <laughs> See, the source is looking up to him. He's a source. That's the answer. Look into him. You don't have to figure out anything on your own. Cast that care to him. I just thank God that everything that was wrong in my life, Jesus, he fixed it back to how it's supposed to be. And I'm grateful for that. Things that God is showing me, I never even knew. And if he told me then, I probably wouldn't even care. Let me tell you how much the devil wanted to keep me from my assignment. I stay under the influence of alcohol daily, constant. Because every time I sobered up, I begin to cry out. But being under another influence, as I'm crying out, I grab another bottle. Then I'm under the influence again, where my mouth is not even saying anything. Because now I'm operating of another world. The devil made sure that I stayed twisted. So I wouldn't be sober to realize what I'm doing is wrong. Party life every day. Walking into walls. Falling into my place all the time. Intoxicated. Wasted. And then one day. I'm trying to tell you. I'm sitting at my dining room table with a bottle in my hand. And I could barely even sit in the chair. Falling out the chair. And the bottle slides and glides across the entire table. And I'm sitting there watching in slow motion. As much as I can sit and focus. See the bottle just my face is going with the bottle. It slid across the entire table. And I heard Christ say to me, enough. 
I looked at the bottle and looked at him <laughs> the best way I could. At the time, I saw two of Jesus. I was like, which one? Which one are you? Where you at? Which one is the real? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I was so twisted. Jesus was like, I'm not watching this no more. Enough! And I'm looking like, okay, enough. You know I'm twisted with a stupid look on my face. Jesus, thank you, Lord, for helping me, child. God dang, man. God dang, man. I'm glad y'all didn't see that. Jesus. And it's not a laughing matter. I have too much purpose in me. Too many lives connected through my obedience. My walk. Even my blessings are connected to you. And guess what I did, honestly? I grabbed the bottle from the other side of the table. Put it to my mouth again. I looked at Jesus. I said, forgive me, man. I'm sorry, man. Forgive me. I, but that night, I just felt different. I couldn't believe he did that. And the next day, he said to me, go to church. I said, all right, I'll go, I'll go. Let me start drinking now if you want me to go. I didn't stop drinking. In fact, I partied more. I don't even know how I was able to even, even take more. And I woke up with the terriblest hangover. I was like, man, here go God, bright and early, rise, shine, <laughs> for the hour has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> you want me to go to, I was like, you want me to go today? Yes, get up, get dressed. It's like, oh man, I'm hungover, Lord, get up, get dressed. Jesus. And when I went to church, it changed my entire life. It changed my entire life. I was drawn to the altar. And I lay there. And God was just working in and through me. You have to sober up. So you can focus more. The devil tried to keep me intoxicated. And I allow him to do it. He can't force himself on you. God said, you have too much purpose in you, sweetheart. You love me too much for us to be disconnected due to your disobedience. I have to reposition you back with me. I miss my daughter. I miss my daughter. And when God begin to talk to you like that, and I don't care how intoxicated you are, you sober quick. And you begin to get yourself together. Because it's not about you. It's a lot riding on your anointing. You got angels right, Jesus. When I say angels, I saw them. You got angels, Jesus, they're standing. My God, mighty, my God. Jesus. Do you know who you have for you? Satan gonna show up to me one day. A lot of these chiefs, it was probably like 12. And then he showed me my side. And I had like what? Two or three angels? 
I said, God, how come his side has more than my side? God said, look again. I said, okay. He said, count how many he had. I said, about 12. I'm all out. 12. <laughs> he said, how many? How many on your side? I said, about five. <laughs> Jesus. He said, okay. Never forget, one of yours chased away a thousand. I said, Jesus. My God. You something else. This word is, man, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm gone with this. I am gone. Going all the way. Going all the way with the kingdom. I don't want to just go to church, go home, watch TV. No, uh-uh. No way. It's so much more than just that. It's so much more than just that. Thank you, Jesus. It's so much more than just that. He's showing up so much. Y'all, I'm trying to tell you. My God. Jesus. I'm hype. I'm always hype. Always been hype. That's why I was on every cheetah squad. <laughs> Jesus, but seriously, I just thank God for salvation. And like I told you guys many a times, that day when he stood in my bedroom, mm-mm-mm. and I'm sitting there looking at him, you know, I'm looking at him. He looking out my window and then looking at me. Because I told Christ and I told God, you know how when you're in a relationship and you, some people go around snooping around to find things. I was never a snooper. I gave you a new name. A snoop. I was never like that. Because I, I saw people's reactions to what, when they snoop, they saw things they didn't want to see. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't got time for all that. I'm just going to simply trust. I said, God, if I'm making a mistake or anything, just don't tell me. If something wrong or something not going right, just don't tell me. I closed myself up from hearing from God concerning my well-being. And by being this season, and Christ revealed to me, because you have seed in the ground, it's so important to sow your seed. I'm trying to tell you. Sow your seed. And tithe. Don't forget that. Hallelujah. That's far more important than an offering. And I was like, God. I was like, Jesus, what's, what's up? Because he just kept staring at me. And you know, I'm still hungover. Even when I came out of church, I'm still hungover. I'm like, yes, Jesus. You, did, you told me not to tell you if you were making a mistake, okay? But you never told me not to allow you to feel. And when he said that, I felt all the mistakes I made. I said, oh my goodness. So when I felt it, I had to confess what I felt. And when I confessed what I felt, that's an opportunity, that's an opportunity for him to come in. Because I shut him out. So I said, okay, Christ. Am I making a mistake? Because I feel all the mistakes in within me. Am I wrong for what I'm doing? 
Yes. It's like his yes was like, you think? <laughs> I was like, oh boy. And I'm going to tell you my response to that, y'all. It wasn't that I said, make it right, Christ. I walked and sat on my bed. And I said, when he said, you married the wrong man. I said, and he said it like that too. And I said, oh my goodness. I said, um, well, sorry. And, I, and this is my exact words. Well, you could go ahead from here. I'm sorry for messing up the entire walk, the entire everything. I went too far this time. Thank you for walking with me this, this far. But I'd rather you spend your time on someone else who is worth your time. Because obviously I'm not for what I've done. You might as well go ahead and give up on me. Because I messed up too much from here. And Christ said to me. No, it's actually beginning for you. It's actually beginning for you. I'm going to tell you something. Out of all the things you have been through, and I know you've been through some things, and God's hand of protection is upon your life throughout it all. Every time, even the times I wasn't aware His hand was on my life. Times I was not supposed to be here, he kept me. For this time, for this generation. Because that's how much he cared about you. To not give up on me. So much took place until now. From that day to now. My life is not the same. And I have walked before, over and over, without stumbling. But it's something about this day and time. It seemed much more greater than it ever been before. Because with God, the times get greater. And I know he feels so glorified to see that I know what he know and finally get what he was trying to reveal. That's like you a teacher and you're teaching a class and they're not understanding and you broke it down to like five different ways of understanding even all the way down to an infant level and they're still not comprehending. And, and then one day, They begin to answer correctly. And you as a teacher feel so good that they got it. Now you get an A. Because you've answered correctly. Now you can receive your blessings. Now you can receive your miracles. Now you can have the open doors, open windows upon your life. For you answer correctly by saying yes, God. You said, yes, God. You said, yes, God. Your heart already said, forgive me. 
You have a forgiving heart. I can read that in your chest, God says. I can see that. But when you confess, yes, God. You know how glory it is to God when we say, yes, God. When someone say you can't have that, yes, God. That don't belong to you. Yes, God. You're not smart enough. Yes, God. Jesus. And your answer is always, yes, God. Not but God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. And God just take you so far, so fast. And God keep telling me, I want you to release our relationship in the world. Because I want people to also know that they can also have a relationship even more with me than they ever had before. Even the more. There's no end to nothing about God. The laughter increases. The growing increases. The spending time increases. I like to cook. And when I cook my gourmet meals sometimes, ready to sit and eat, then all of a sudden, I think about God or God has show me something. And I just push the plate away. It don't last long, trust me. It only lasts for like, God said like, no more than three minutes. <laughs> and she's grabbing that plate back. But no, seriously. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I push the pain away. One thing I'm not, one thing I gotta get used to that is funny to me is that God can use me to talk for himself while I'm speaking for myself at the same time. You can see the two in one in us. And it, I don't know how y'all gonna take that. But I'm gonna tell you something. It's not just for me, it's for us all. So get used to it. Hallelujah. Because he's doing that. Hallelujah. He's doing that. <laughs> Jesus. And I begin to push the plate away. Because when you think about the goodness of God. And God shows me a lot of heavenly recipes. A lot of them. And some things God showed me that I have to research where to find it in, without in the store. Like he, he, he gets a kick out of. He has humor when it comes to when you're seeking the things of him and you, you're like digging, you're digging to the surface. He loves to see us dig for his truth. He loved that because that means that you're interested. A person who don't care is walk away from it, but you're digging and you want to know, you got to know, I'm desperate to know. And he loves that. So when it comes to certain things, he'll have me search sometimes a little more deeper than other things hallelujah but I want you to take these days very seriously as to why you're here God said that there are a lot of marriages that are falling and he showed me that because I have been in a situation where I actually married the wrong person. And if anybody was going to tell my testimony, it was going to be me. Hallelujah. 
Because no one can testify better than you can. And I didn't want anyone to know at first. Because I felt embarrassed about the situation. And I felt like as a leader, I was letting people down by being positioned in the wrong direction. Which many of you already knew anyhow. (laughs) Hallelujah. I love you all so much. Oh my gosh. I want to hug you all so much right now. And I made a real tight hug right now. Just because we are connected to God. But I pray for the marriages that are of God. See, I have to be mindful how to pray. Because there are some marriages that's not of God. So I'm going to let those marriages that's not of God. God, we open up that you do what you want to do. But the marriages that are for you, that can be fixed. I give them over to you. That they continue to prosper. Failure is not an option. Let me give you two scenarios. It could be a merge that's just not going right at all. And God can turn it around. He can turn the heart around. But you got to also remember, God cannot force himself, his ways upon no man. So some hearts he wants to turn around that they're not open, being receptive for the turn around to happen. And then there are marriages and relationships that God just said, mm-mm, wasn't me at all. And I was one of them. Not me at all. And let God fix that. Just give that over to God. You don't have to open your mouth Around people concerning anything what God is doing in you. Unless Holy Spirit is saying it's okay to. Because sometimes God can call you away with him. And let him do all the work. And then there are times God can use someone else. A leader of yours. To help do the work. See everyone's walk is different. Because everyone's level of maturity is different. Hallelujah. You have to be open enough for God's correction. A lot of us is open, not enough, but open. But we don't want to open all the way because we're afraid what God going to expose. And we don't want to lose certain things that God don't want us to have anyway. Because we don't want to go through the process of knowing we did something wrong. But you'd rather be healed from it or walk around with it. Hallelujah. That also determines your level of maturity spiritually. That was very, God said to me, that was very bold what you did. You got in front of the world and you confessed you made a mistake by marrying the wrong man. Many wouldn't have done that. Many said different things because of that. You think I care about that? No. Look at me now, free. (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm not focused on criticism. I'm not focused on anything negative, honestly. (laughs) Because I'm too hungry, I'm too open to do what I'm supposed to do and man up to my assignment. I put the childish ways behind me. I got you, Paul. (laughs) Hallelujah. I begin to talk like a woman and not like a child. 
I begin to walk like a woman and not as a child. I begin to eat like a woman and not as a child. Hallelujah. And I'm going to show you how God, and we just, we be so worried about things. Well, God, now that you have spilled, exposed the truth, what's going to happen? Are they, uh, uh, how is going to happen? This, that? Just relax. <laughs> He's the responsible one for you. Now you gave it over to him. Now it's up to you to allow him to do his work. Let God finish it from there. Because obviously we did, we've done enough. <laughs> Let him do it. Just say yes, God. And God opened up so many major doors. So many major doors. I was giving up. I was like, Christ, I wasted all your time. We came this far and look what I done. I was like, you might as well go spend your time on somebody else worth more than this. You don't deserve this. You might as well just leave me right here. And I meant that. And Christ sat beside me and was like, no, your life is just beginning now. <laughs> I couldn't eat for weeks, months. I got full off a slice of an apple. Seriously. And for people know me being like, what? Nah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> believe it. Believe it. It's like, I, man, I just thank God for deliverance. And God has just shown me so much. But let me get back on this subject. Because there are people who are crying out to God for their marriages to be restored. And God can restore your marriage. But God is not, he cannot force a heart to be open that does not want to be open for it. So we got to keep praying that that person's heart become open. But some people are determined not to open up in that way. And God will just release that from you. He will just release it from you. Because they're not taking it serious enough. And they don't even have no thought to take it serious enough. And God see how serious you are. Sometimes we fast for things, pray for things that God just don't have for you. And I was like, God was like, that was very bold what you did. I said, I know. I played it back and I watched. I said, oh my God, did I say that? Jesus. But I'm glad I did. Because it was the truth. Hallelujah. I'd rather, I tell God, I'd rather I tell my testimony then you guys hear it from anybody else. That's how much I honor you. To stand in front of you and say, forgive me for I have sinned. I did this because I'm going to tell you why it mattered to me about you. Because my obedience is connected to your life. I'm a member in the body. Iron shoppers are in every, not most, not some, every joint supply. And I was out of position to put my part in. So I apologize to all of you. That's what I did. Because I honor you that much. Some people say, I don't care about that. That's on them. 
But no, that's not the heart of God. You make it right totally. Not somehow this portion. No, you make it right overall. Hallelujah. I don't have to go and confess things and and testify about everything. And I won't. But I will say this. My life does the testifying for me. You see the transformation taking place. And I'm going to be honest with you because I honor you that much. To say it have been times where my faith fell. And I begin to stir myself up. I had to deny the people I was around. To tap into a world. That I am from. Their faith is. Their love is. Believing. Trusting. I had to say no to self. On a daily basis. Some mistakes you just don't make again. And sometimes we make the same mistakes over and over again. That's why we have to keep our mind renewed. Father, I can feel in the atmosphere. (laughs) He gave me the testimony of Joseph. That day when Joseph was asked to come in front of the king to interpret his dream. And Joseph knew he wasn't going back down there. He knew this was his time. And God said, this is your time, Quenisha. You're glowing. Your light is glowing. For my glory is all up on you. And you have helped many people come back to me, Quenisha. Your obedience, your testimony has set so many people free. You have paved the way. Your sinning became other people's floor. You said yes. Now let me put my life on your yes. Let me stamp your life with my amen. With my glory. With my promises. And God began to show you all kinds of things. He showed you all kinds of things. But me, I can be aggressive, but not to the point where I put myself above a man. I'm not that type of person. I'm always humble upon you all, every person. But as far as the relationship and things go, I could be aggressive, but to a certain extent. Because I really believe a man supposed to be the head. And he actually is. There is no suppose. He is. And there are some women who are, the priorities are not in order. Let me just say it that way. Woman is not supposed to be above the man. You're not supposed to tell the man what to do. Now you can give your input because you are a team. But don't just have things that always go your way. Come on, we got to change that. But when God, when God revealed things, God knows, see me. Don't tell me nothing, God, if you don't want me to do nothing. So if you tell me you want me to do something, 
God know Quenisha. He know me. I'm a possessor of mine. But God said, but for that specific promise, God said, I want you to continue to prepare. I said, all right, just let me know. Let me know. <laughs> I love God. He's so good to us. But let me get off that subject. Let me get off that subject. Because guess what? It's God's plan and God's will. I submit to that. I be patient for anything and everything that God actually has for me because it's mine. And it belongs to you. What's yours belongs to you. And that goes for everything. Every promise. Territory, businesses, whatever it is. Whoever it is. Hallelujah. So I love you so much. I thank you for your time. Enjoy this day. Live in the resurrection power. Know that there's a solution to every problem. Hallelujah. I love you. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you. I love you. I love you. Enjoy your day.